0: Howdy, partner, and welcome to a Paradise Lost podcasting channel. This here's your marshal, Cody. My pronouns are he, they. Joining me as we put the weird into Weird West is.
1: Hi, I'm Christina. Um, Pronouns are she, they is fine as well. I am playing Emerson Drez. She runs the local theater, and as you will come to learn, she has kind of a paranoia or phobia of birds.
2: Hi there everyone, my name is Brendan, my pronouns are he, him, and in this game I'll be playing John Liberty, the high-kicking sheriff of Caliente.
3: Hi, my name is Britt, my pronouns are she her. I'm playing Cassidy Burke, but her friends can call her Sid. Cassidy's a widow who owns a bar, and she always carries a Zippo but doesn't smoke.
4: Hey guys, my name is Tyler, my pronouns are he, him, and I'm playing Jackie Dawson. Kindly and genuinely, Barbara of Caliente.
3: Hey, this is Michaela, she, her,
1: playing Doc Val. Uh, and doc, she is the town doc who does the best she can in these violent times to walk the line of not adding to the cycle of death, which can be difficult sometimes.
5: Hi, I'm Alex. I go by he, him. I'm playing Samuel Mammon as the town
0: preacher, a man of spirit and soul and family. And without further ado, we present to you Deadlands, a fistful of ghost rock. As we left off. Andrea was gifted the breath of life, and Doc Valentine breathed her last breath and fell over. As the magic fades away and the color returns to andre's skin she sits up looking around and just simply asks what happened um samuel
5: uh he he doesn't even really know what to say he just is kind of like holding her tight um yeah um I think he's probably like trying to. At least for a moment, kind of block off the view of. Talk um,
0: Val's body. Uh, so she gets the view of her corrupted beat the shit. Ah, uh, Well, I mean, I don't know, I guess. <laughs> it's a lose That's lose a here, lose lose right now. OK, <laughs> yeah, totally. No, nah, I get I get what you're saying. Um Yeah. Uh I, I
5: guess after like when he finally finds his words, um he just tells her he loves her. And uh yeah. and if it kinda goes on for a while I, at some point he'd probably be like, Well, what was the last thing you remember?
0: But Last I remember is Paul came back to Paul came down to the church and he was gonna take me to Montana. But everything after that, it's, it hurts to think about.
5: It's a long story. Well, um, we'll fill you in but i, I don't think uh, yeah we we'll, we we'll, we'll we'll fill you in but um yeah, there's. we should probably figure out what we're doing guys
2: john is uh kind of i guess gonna take a moment to look at i well there's like some there's some de- definite death and destruction in this place and like, are are there any other like homesteads or anything on the horizon, or is it just this and then like, I guess rolling planes or whatever? Uh because we're on the real world now, right?
0: We are on the real world now. It's from your vantage point, the land's so flat. Uh, You can just make out in the distance that there's like other homesteads Uh, and off to the uh, west, there's like as well off to the east, off to the east, yeah, Uh, as the sun's starting to set. There's that like faint glow of civilization lights. Uh. Like there's this it's a walk, it's a hike, but there is other things around.
2: Um, and then uh for for my knowledge, Cody, uh since uh or if you want me to, I can roll something for this. But um how bad of an idea is it to be out uh in <laughs> at night?
0: Um It's not Well, it's always a bad idea to be out in the wilderness at night. It it just is what it is. You guys have been to Vietnam and back, so you're probably Probably could handle anything you run into. There's not. Do we get the sense that this is like a deadlands? No, this uh, this does not seem to be a deadlands. Okay. It seems like. From what you know about the deadlands, it seems like maybe the father and call was trying to start the process. Uh huh. Trying to bring a Manitou's influence into the real world. So, Emerson, what you doing?
1: Uh, So while all this has been going on, Emerson has kind of wandered off to the um, tombstones, since she was told earlier that one of them had her name on it. Uh, As she wanders up to one of them, she does see that it's it has her name on it. her tombstone, and she just kind of stares at it for a while, just kind of soaking that in. I don't know if anybody would have paid attention to her walking off or not.
4: Since, yeah, since Jackie is the one who saw the tombstone originally and, and mentioned it, if uh, if Emerson doesn't come back after a while, Jackie would slowly totally make his way over there.
1: Yeah, you would just see her just kind of staring at the tombstone and trying to like, yeah. kind of slowly cocks her head to the side
4: yeah eventually he would walk up just kind of stand there in silent support until he's spoken to if he's spoken to
1: she's not gonna say anything um she does like look back to see you there and goes over to the other tombstone and looks kind of like brushes it to be able to see what the name says on that one
0: uh as you brush it off, you see. The last name of the inhabitant of that grave is uh, chiseled in, in what looks like your handwriting. Like, you know how you look at something and like, I don't remember writing that, but that looks like my handwriting. It looks like Emerson's handwriting. Uh, And the name on the second groove tombstone is alexander den someone you know
1: i i don't know um it's my handwriting and she just kind of like traces her finger all along the scripture yeah that's definitely my handwriting for this tombstone but the, the name doesn't ring a bell you
4: look through I, the house yet
1: no but do you see any shovels anywhere? I gotta know something.
4: I guess I'll look around for a shovel. <laughs> mm.
0: Well yeah, there is uh there's one it's not in the best condition, but there is one near the gravesite like somebody yeah. did the thing and then just left it and walked away. Yeah,
4: normally uh, normally Jolly Jack, uh, Jackie certainly does without hesitation grab a shovel and start digging up a grave. Which I, one are you digging up? Oh, I would
1: I, I wanna know his, about this one's first. Pointing so at Sandler's that that one grave. What?
4: So I'll dig the one that Emerson points to,
1: points
0: to. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, you dig it up and there there is for sure a uh, coffin. Yeah. Coffin in there. Is it has it been there a while or is it like um fresh? Uh it's it's been there a while. It's been there at least a couple uh So it can years. be cracked open with the shovel. Probably yeah, right for yeah. sure.
4: I'm gonna give one final look over to Emerson, waiting for approval.
1: I'll open it. It's not really your job, I guess.
4: Well, I'll hand her the shovel, wordlessly.
1: Emerson takes the shovel and kind of like like a crowbar, kind of pries the, the spade of it into the coffin and just forces it down to pop it open. Uh, and inside there, well, it's not an empty coffin, that's for sure. I don't know exactly what's in it, but I know it's not empty.
0: Inside is a, what looks to be a poorly cremated corpse. Like, the the flames didn't quite take. Uh, there's a good bit of it that's gone, but you, at this state of decay, it's hard to tell
1: well, oh, hold on. What? Go You're good. Okay. Good.
0: But it does seem to be holding a picture in its hand. A not burned picture? A not burned picture. Well, it's not holding it. Like, it's not like it's gripping it. It's like, oh uh, yes, the body was posed in the coffin and somebody put the picture in the hand. Uh huh.
1: Uh, she's going to reach down and grab a picture.
0: And when she does, the body reaches up and grabs her back.
5: It's <laughs> the most elaborate hit job I've ever heard of.
1: I was like, for real or for play play? Because she's going to shoot it.
5: <laughs> um, so well, its name is apparently
0: Alexander. It Feels like it's a shooty shooty moment. The, ans- the answer is yes. Uh, you, the corpse grabs you, grabs Emerson, and jolts up and asks, why couldn't you do it? Uh, and as you pull your gun out and just cap it. Uh, you realize that it was a vision? Jake, so you imagine, know, just saw the body move.
1: I, I imagine she like reaches down and pulls, like tries to pull up the picture, and what she sees is it grab her. She pulls out her Derringer with the other hand and just straight to the skull, thinking it's going to hurt her, pops the shot, and I guess all Jackie sees is just her reaching down, grabbing the photo, the body laying there, and her pulling out the Derringer just shooting in its head.
4: Uh, I think you got it.
1: You didn't. Does she kind of, like, snap out of it, and the and it's how it was before, and she realizes it yeah. wasn't real?
0: Yeah, like, as soon as you pull the trigger, the uh, the crack of the Derringer going off brings you back to reality.
1: Shakes her head. Place messing with me. She looks at the photo.
0: The photo is a photo of yourself and a young gentleman standing in front of the archway to the homestead, that is the Dresden Den. Homestead and avian sanctuary on the back it's got anybody remember what year this is 18 bloody blah, blah yeah it, it was
5: 1870 at... something
3: pretty sure you said the year before in somewhere last episode or something
0: yeah it's like the 1880s now i want to say um Yeah. 84.
2: Uh, 84. Okay. Or it it at least started in 84 because that is when the, uh, the epitaph, uh, is marked for.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, gotcha. So yeah, on the back of the picture of you and this gentleman who you assume is the corpse. Cause on the back of the picture, it says Alexander and Emerson. Or Alex and Emmy, and then the date uh, 1979. Well, I was like, "Whoa, this is a new story arc I wasn't expecting." The worst part is, is it's (laughs) canon. It could happen. There is a Deadlands noir.
1: You said it was 1880-something? Currently? The current year
0: is 1884. Uh, okay. That picture is marked 1879.
1: Uh, okay, just making sure I have it right in here. She just looks it over and just folds it in half and puts it in a pocket. Um, like, hops out of the grave with the shovel and sticks it in the ground. Where the tombstone is that has her name on it. I need to dig this one up. I think right. this is important to know uh, what is or isn't in here.
4: You going to be okay?
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, maybe I'll find some answers. I don't know. Um, but I feel like I got to be the one to do this. And there, I'll be
4: right around the, right down the way. If you need anything.
1: She nods and just hefts the shovel up and like starts digging. Um, she stops at a couple of points and just kind of takes a few breaths and then keeps digging. Um, and I'm not sure if she finds a coffin. Or not. Um, but if there is a coffin. There's nothing in it. When she finally opens it. Well. Um, I guess that answers. Some questions. Uh, and raises a whole hell of a lot more. Actually I don't even know if that answers questions or not. Something weird's going on here. She's kind of gestures for Jackie to look. He's like, it's empty. There's nothing in here.
4: Maybe we should look around the house.
1: Maybe. I don't know what all we're going to find.
4: Lead the way. It's your house, it seems.
1: I guess, unless there's somebody else named Emerson Drez, which, uh, according to this picture, uh, it is me. She just sits the shovel in the ground again and just walks towards the house. Uh, is there a back door on this place, Cody? Or is it just the front door?
0: I don't know. It's your house. Yeah, there's, there's a back door.
1: But what if it isn't? What if there is another Emerson dress and this is just all an elaborate ruse? Yeah, she. so she just goes up to the back door and tries to open it very slowly.
0: As you open the back door, you see the inside of the small house... Is Jackie? You can see it pretty much looks the same way it did when you were viewing it through the mirror in the upside down. I forgot what the actual what the hunting grounds, hunting grounds, yes. When you were you viewing it the upside the grounds. grounds, yeah, the upside grounds. Uh, it's a small. Homestead house. Two bedrooms, a central area. Uh the muscle memory kicks in almost. And Emerson starts walking towards one of the bedrooms. And you, you feel like you're at home. It feels weird. Feels like you're at a place that you shouldn't be. But at the same time, it's familiar. And it's where you belong. What's going on with Cassidy right now?
3: Um, I would assume Cassidy is just, uh, well, was hanging out next to Samuel and Andrea during that whole thing um, I think after they have their moment she would just kind of give them a, a happy smile you know happy for their reunion and would walk away and try to find something to either cover up the father in call, or, like, move him out of sight for Andrea to see. Just something to keep him out of her sight.
2: I think that John is probably helping you, like, move a few corpses. Some of them a little bit more, being a little bit more careful than others. One might be getting just kicked around like a hacky sack that also weighs like two hundred pounds, but hey, John's good with his legs. How many corpses are there? I thought there was just
4: like one.
5: What, two? Two. two? Oh yeah, there <laughs> are
3: technically two now. Um, yeah. and one of the corpses. Uh, one of the corpses. Well, is there's
5: like three, three actually.
3: Wait, why three?
5: Uh, well, there's one in the grave. There's there's an old man, and then there's a party okay. member.
1: Oh, I was going to say, like, it's 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 up on the hill. It's, like, out of the way from where you guys are at.
5: Okay, well.
1: The corpse
3: and the grave on the hill.
1: It's so, still yeah, technically
0: I, three.
3: I would yeah. definitely help, or have John help me kind of move shit out of the way and let uh Samuel and Andrea have their moment together.
2: I hear him. Oh, my God. And then have, like, respectfully put, put, like, a a tarp or a, a blanket or something over Doc Val to be like, oh no, our friend. All right before going back to kicking the, the father and car in the face.
5: Just juggling him. The, <laughs> dead cold, the dead cold face.
3: Um, Cassidy would probably take off her duster and, like, lay it over Doc Val's body.
5: Yee.
2: Joe's. Yo, Sid! Sid, you—why are you taking that off?
3: My, my duster. Yeah. What? Is there a problem with that?
2: Well, yeah. How else is everybody else uh, in town gonna identify you as, uh, as like a, as like a wizard or whatever you do?
3: Joan, I'm more concerned about um, our friend here than. Uh, what people think of me.
2: You know what? That's. It's real sweet of you. I'm going to go back to uh, go find like a hole to put this body in.
0: Oh, man, there's a uh, there's actually a freshly dug hole with a <laughs> empty coffin <laughs> <laughs> like, right up the hill. <laughs> oh, you I know, destroyed a rotten coffin. Nah, there's a there's an empty coffin in the hole that didn't have a person in it. Yeah. It's just uh, empty. Yeah.
2: yeah, John's gonna John's gonna go try and sneak the father and cause uh, corpse up up onto a hill and toss the toss it in there. Okay, so right What's you. you guys? Know that it's up like there's a space up there. I guess you're
1: just taking it up
2: there and seeing. It. I'm ju- I'm just looking around for stuff. If Cody wants me to make an investigate check, I'll do that. I just you know don't want. The corpse ruining the tender moments.
0: Body's hidden. Uh, Val is covered for now. Uh, We will pan back into the house. Uh,
3: Sorry. Once
0: you're in the room... You almost instinctually go over to a creaky floorboard. Like, you know, this is where I keep my things. And of course, inside there is a Zippo lighter, a letter that Seems like you wrote it to apologize to somebody, and a uh, small pile of bird skulls.
1: Uh, she's gonna pull the Zippo lighter out and put it with her other Zippo lighter, and hope she doesn't get them confused. Uh, because the other Zippo lighter is from Sid. Mine's not a Zippo; it's a uh, disposable. I apologize. So you're good. Uh, the letter she's just going to kind of set off to the side, and when she pulls out the bird skull, she just drops them, like, right away. And um, like, wipes her hands off on her, her clothes.
0: Speaking of uh, Sid's letter and the Zippo being confused, they do have a similar resonance. Like... It feels like they were used, would have been used to do the same thing. But if you were to flick the Zippo, nothing would happen. I guess, like, there's like the imprint of a spell in there. Okay. Then the pile of bird skulls.
1: Yeah, she's not touching those now that she knows they're in there. She, like, wants nothing to deal with those. And, like, actively is wiping her hands on her clues and just not paying attention to those. Um, she picks up the letter and looks it over. You said it looks like an apology of sorts?
0: Uh, yeah, it looks like a letter that was written apologizing to... Alexander that like sorry I couldn't make it in time I don't know what else to do I don't want to leave my best friend buried on the hill and it goes on for a little bit Um, finally ending in I'll only have to say goodbye one more time and signed Emerson yeah, Dress. Did you, so when you picked up the bird skulls, did you touch the skulls physically?
1: Yeah, it was, I imagine it was one of those like reaching down into the floorboard to see what was in there. And so it was like, ah, Zippo lighter, put that away. Letter. We'll deal with that. Oh, there's more stuff in there. Reach down, bird skulls. Instantly, like fuck this shit. Drop and like clean hands.
0: Yeah. So when that happened, I uh, you got a vision of a, uh, flaming tornado of like a swarm of birds in the form of a tornado that was then set on fire. Weird shit. But that's where the vision ends, and you drop the uh, drop the skulls.
1: She just looks over the letter, trying to make sense of it, especially the whole you know I'll only have to say goodbye one more time, and she like looks up to Jackie and just kind of hands him the letter. I don't like I got some theories, but and i'm I'm seeing stuff, but uh I don't. I don't, I still don't know everything that's going on right now.
4: Don't really remember much of your time before Callie and
1: Not at all, actually. Um, she, like, sits down and crosses her legs and pulls out a book that she's taken out a couple of times before and, like, slams it on the ground, opens it up to the first page. It's a very detailed picture of like different buildings in like uh, of the, sorry, the theater in Caliente turns it to the next page and it's like a picture of the bar and like next to it is a picture of the barber shop and she goes through a couple pages and it's pictures of different buildings in the town after she goes through them there's like a picture of Sid on the left side and on the right side it's Got her full name listed there, what she likes to be called, like different things about her, like her favorite foods, her favorite colors. She flips it over. Next is like Doc Val's. And like some things crossed out off to the side that she was clearly trying to like hide that she knew about. And then like other things written about her. And it's just like, generic stuff but like stuff that you think like somebody who knows somebody very well she flips it to the next one and it's john and stuff written about him and then there's uh jackie there and she flips it and it's just different people like after it goes through the main group because it's got samuel in there too it has a picture of all of them together and it's just other pictures after that and writings and scribblings she looks up at jackie I don't remember anything before I became Caliette. I started this so that if uh, it happens again, I got somewhere to go from. Like, I got something to go off of. So I don't forget you all. But I really don't remember it. any of this. It's just all so foreign to me.
4: And he makes kind of a sad face um, hearing all this. Seems like a curse, I'm sure, but forgetting can be a blessing sometimes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it could be, depending on what happened. And, but I guess if this was my former life, a former self, I liked birds for some reason, like just based off of all this. And so I don't know. What happened to make me just say, you know, these things are dangerous and they don't deserve to live. But then I also don't know where all these weird stories came from that I know about. Like, are those old memories that I just happen to remember? Like, these crazy birds with crazy talons and, like, thunderbirds and all this other stuff. Like, where do those come from? I remember traveling. But I also don't kind of remember traveling. It's very weird. And I just... I, I
4: wish I knew what to tell you, but I'm afraid I don't.
1: It's, it's just hard to kind of parse out what's going on.
4: What do you want to do with this? You learned a lot today, but what do you want to do with that knowledge? Does it help you at all?
1: I mean, clearly I have some kind of connection, to some kind of other life, but I don't I don't know how important it is, but also, why the actual fuck did Samuel's father and call come here to try to do all this? Like, why bring his wife here? Why come here of all places?
0: Hey, Cody. Yeah, man. Can I just roll like a blanket smarts roll to like try to piece stuff together? Yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna get a. Roll a smarts roll to... Actually, you know what? Mm. You want to spend a Benny and tell me what's happening? No, because I don't know. You can make it up. That's what the Bennies are for. No, I'm good. You you can do a smarts roll.
4: Okay, I'm not good at on the spot stuff.
0: All right, give me like five seconds to stare out a window. Yeah, buddy. For your success, I'll give you a, based on what you can piece together and your previous knowledge, uh, what little of the world plain old Jackie Dawson has seen, uh, every now and then, like when you're shaving somebody's head, uh, not too consistently, but you've seen enough guys come through when you shave their heads and you see a scar in the back that looks like a GSW. Um, you've noticed that that tends to cause amnesia. Uh, if the trajectory is right, it's a survivable thing. If you're picking up what I'm putting down. Uh, but not it, it, you know, hot lead takes a bit of the brain with it when it goes through. Um, and piecing together the visions Emerson's talked with you about. Uh, Mm -hmm. And the fact that, you know, this is supposed to be an aviary, but there's no aviaries around, and burnt corpse, flaming tornado of birds. Sorry, I couldn't help you in time. You get the sense that Emerson's probably the one that burned this the uh, aviary down. Uh, and with your raise, I'll give you one question. Okay. It's Fallout New Vegas, guys.
4: I'm just kidding. Um, one raise. One question. Why did
0: Emerson burn down the aviary? Because something caused the birds to turn on Alexander. The tornado wisdom swarming her best friend and picking him apart. And her best shot at stopping it was her zany Zippo. And she tried it. And he got caught in the uh, crossfire. But those fucking birds got what they had coming.
4: What kind of birds were they? Did I see that? That kept sat set together?
0: Uh since you didn't see the vision. You know what?
4: I'll ask oh, Emerson. Okay.
0: Emerson, how like how well do you know thy enemy?
1: I mean, considering most of her stories are weirdly about like correlated to birds, she probably knows like I don't want to say the breeds of birds, but like species, the species of birds. Species. I know, but the breed of birds sounds so much funnier. Or types. It types of birds too. And the fact that they had an aviary, she's probably pretty well versed on birds. Um,
0: yeah, but how much of that does she remember?
1: Probably types of birds. Maybe not how to take care of them, how to murder them. Yeah. Like ah oh, yeah guess. so.
0: <laughs> So, what birds were swarming Alexander? What birds were at your aviary?
1: Uh, probably like birds of prey, the kind that fly. Yeah, the kind that fly. Um,
0: <laughs> look at all English. these
4: chickens!
1: Look at all these chickens!
4: <laughs> probably like
1: birds of prey that have like the sharp talons that just.
0: But yeah, birds of birds of prey definitely birds that with a large enough number. Could oh, easily God. take out a human. I uh, I should have asked a different question. God
4: damn! Thought something something a little pertinent. Hey,
5: Emerson. I'm starting to have ideas. So what's you going ever on? you
4: ever find a find a scar that you don't know how you got anywhere? Like something around your noggin, perhaps.
1: D- does it look like I can you know look at my head? Well,
4: you can feel your head, though.
1: Do you do you sit and feel your hex? I really don't. I just kind of like. Maybe maybe, it's a, bald, maybe it's a ball guy or...
4: thing. Maybe it's a ball guy thing. I, I guess but, so. But like seriously, like when you when you're like taking a bath or something, you don't you ever felt like a bump or something on your head you didn't know was there.
1: Not that I can think of. Did you want to look at my head?
4: No. Here's. What I'm kind of trying to piece together here. I'm not. I, I don't know you life No better than you do. But. I think you burnt this place to the ground. You, you. These birds you kept. Something made them violent. And they attacked your. Your friend or your. Companion. Whatever you and this Alexander fellow were. And you tried to stop them. You burnt this place to the ground trying to save him. And you failed. You couldn't. I don't know why you don't remember anything, and I don't know if I'm right or not. But... I don't know. I kind of have a mind for putting things together. Always have.
1: I mean... Maybe it was just really traumatic, and I just don't remember a lot of it. But that's just a lot of stuff to forget. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Uh, Like I said, it's kind of one of those, I feel like I got a lot of answers, but also not. And now I have just as many questions.
4: Well, I'm going to... Leave you some time to yourself, I guess. I'm gonna walk back down, but uh. Let me know if you need it there. okay?
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. The past that.
4: can be hard. I know that just as well as any other. Be well now. Yeah. And he walks back down?
1: J- Jackie. What, yeah. What, what did you do before you came to Caliente? Were you always a barber?
4: Maybe one day you'll find out.
0: He turns back around. And he walks out on... Do you walk out the back door or through the uh, front door? Whatever way we came in.
1: Door. Just imagine John just tossing a body into one of the graves.
0: Yeah, whatever way we came in. (laughs) Yeah, so you (laughs) you walk out the back door just in time to see John just, like, hacky sack a 200-pound corpse. Into the hole that Emerson just finished digging. I'm going to pick up that shovel and throw it at his feet. Dig another
4: hole. The tone Uh, that he said that was very, very different from any tone you've heard Jackie Dawson talk with before. It was very, very, like, imminent, in matter of fact. And he just said that, threw the shovel down, and started walking back.
2: Yeah, but there's like a there's like a fresh hole right here.
5: He just keeps walking.
2: <sighs> Fine, I guess I'll dig another hole.
5: Just kick the ground real hard.
2: Fucking town don't pay me enough for this shit and just start digging a hole.
5: <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, John will dig another hole uh, that is suitably deep. Like... Probably to, deeper than he should go.
1: You have to go all the way to hell. That's what he deserves.
2: you just came out of that place. Listen, I got a D twelve in strength. Let's see how long this takes. Yeah, uh John John will be digging another hole. Uh, and then when that the hole is done, he will depo- he will kick the corpse in unceremoniously, and then start filling it back in. You damn right. And then Every couple of like half a foot or so, he's gonna like hop down there and start stomping the dirt super like that super corpse is just mulched. <laughs> the corpse will no, to make sure that it doesn't come back.
0: Yeah. You dig the grave six feet, stomping another three <laughs> nine feet deep. Exactly. <laughs> Alright. Uh so while John's digging that uh second hole, uh Jackie, you return to uh Sid yeah, pretty much doing being respectful and uh Sam given Andrea the run down mm-hmm. uh reader's digest version of what the past couple of days have been.
2: Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not tell your friends, or hit the like button. If you loved it, or have ways we can improve, leave a comment on the episode, or a review to help us get out to more ears. I'm always looking for feedback to improve the show. Speaking of feedback, you could also send that to A Pair of Dice Lost on Twitter, or A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. The theme music for this game is Born Barnstormers by Brian Boyko, used under a Creative Commons license. And finally, for making it this far, why don't you go ahead and refill all your bennies for the week.